P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it run! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Puppy. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans, welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to rewatch the great films of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Kyle, how have you been? How you doing? Still more than six feet away from me. <laughs> yes, we are. There's a river between us, Brian. There's a river between us. Emotionally and literally. And literally, exactly. Uh, I've been good. Summer is in full swing now, I guess. I don't know. Full yeah, swing. we just had the solstice over the weekend. Yeah, exactly. We had the solstice, and, uh, and no pun intended, it was announced that baseball. So there will be a baseball season. So, that's awesome. Why is there, why, where is there a pun there? No, In full swing. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't thinking of that. Wasn't thinking of that. Um, yeah, that's my contributions that if you guys listen to the original Moneyball episode, not the, not the, well, you should listen to the rewatch, but the initial one where, uh, Podfather himself, Joey Lewandowski was the guest. You guys went off on baseball stuff that I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> any of this. So cool. Speaking of, uh, P- yeah. Podfathers and Joey Lewandowski, he's of course the Podfather of the Cage Club Podcast Network, the home of PS I Love Hoffman, P.S. I still love Hoffman, the home of your show, uh, your show, Foodie Films, my show, High School Slumber Party, and you could also listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can ask, you know, your preferred device as well. I don't want to say the name of the device because it'll turn on, but there's a bunch of them, and you say their name, they play things for you. You can find us anywhere, and we're just here trying to spread the good word of the gospel that is PSH. You know what we should do? We should start, since Father's Day just happened, we should start a Podfather's Day. Oh, yeah, Podfather's Day. <laughs> Joey's birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In, uh, that would be the national. January, I think. Recognize. Oh. I know it's in December. I know it's in the winter because I know it got snowed out one year. It's December, yeah. I don't know the specific date. I apologize, my Podfather. Well, that's why we should know. That's why we need it marked down in our calendar. And today's film is not Podfather worthy, but it is God worthy, right? Because it is God's oh. pocket. I'm trying. I'm trying to do the puns for you, Kyle. Thank you. That's always it's always a treat when someone picks up the low hanging fruit with me. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what that means, too. Oh, December fifteenth. It's actually I should know that. Is his birthday because that's six exactly six months before mine. So, oh, in a, for okay. a vain reason, Joey, I will never forget. Now, <laughs> <laughs> my brother's is the thirteenth of December, so I should remember it in that way. It's very close. Um, 
Oh, I should know that too because sometimes he's had parties that I've had to go to my brother's party and that kind of stuff as well. Anyway, no one cares about that. (laughs) (laughs) So God's Pocket defeated Scent of a Woman. Scent of a Woman's still on that board, guys. Oh, but the bread bread is so good. I don't know. Maybe it's going to last us all year, Scent of the Woman, on the board. Who knows? But at at the end, we'll spin that old Wheel of Hoffman and see what's going to battle Scent of a Woman. Uh, You guys... Voted for this one, though, God's Pocket, one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's final films, right? Correct. Yeah, this was, uh, yeah, what, his third to last film? It's this, A Most Wanted Man, and then, like, is it both Mockingjays, or at least the last Mockingjay? It's something like that, but point being, this aired, or premiered, I should say, not aired, premiered at Sundance, which he looked not too healthy at and that's in what january or early february no he died in early february so it's definitely in january January, yeah yeah and there's that really creepy they had like the old time tin photos that were being taken and there's a very haunting picture of him um so yeah it's it it was i guess the last premiere he uh he attended as well wow very fascinating very interesting a very interesting film um i can't wait to press play on it just wanted to make a note though before we started that joel schumacher just passed away and we talked about him a lot a couple weeks ago when we were redoing flawless because of course he was the director of flawless i mean he was a great director he was i I think he was you know he made some movies that people absolutely love and then other ones that people look over or just don't enjoy it's just a very wide spread of movies from what there's that McConaughey one, a time to kill, right? So you got like that spectrum, and then you have the his two Batmans, what Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. So just very very different movies out there. So, but I guess that's a that's a really great director in that sense because he's just kind of diversifying his audience. Yeah, and he certainly had a style, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely well, style. No matter what it was, he made his style distinct in his film. So. Rest in peace, Joel Schumacher. So, Kyle, you and I both have God's Pocket queued up on our Amazon pages. That's correct? Yes, on Amazon pages. You're watching it on, like, regular Amazon, right? And I'm doing the trial on IFC mm-hmm. channel, so... But we matched it up. It looks exactly. the same. So. Either way, yeah, it starts the same. I just wanted to share that information. So they both say IFC, so we're at zero 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 zero. So when... I say go, I suppose, or when I say Hoff, you say man, and then we'll press play. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that's, that's way too. <laughs> <laughs> when I say play, we'll press play. So three, two, one, play. God's pocket. <laughs> this is a great theme song. God's pocket. So IFC film. So I guess IFC, like before there's... If he he passed away in 2014, so I know not like net. I know Netflix is around at that time, and Amazon Prime too, right? As a streaming platform, perhaps. Kinda. I don't know if I was using it. Yeah, I don't know if I was using it either. But... I kind of first started using Amazon Prime when we first started this show. Oh yeah, wow! Okay, yeah, I guess I kind of did too because I I did, never really did like online shopping that much as well. Um. So this takes place in one of your favorite cities, the fighting city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, Richard Jenkins is a weirdo in this movie. I forgot. <laughs> you know, you know who's a, a 
wonderful person to see here? Christina Hendricks. She's in this film. She's a big part of this film. I know she's a, a favorite of yours. She's a favorite of mine. And the director knows her. How does she know her, Kyle? Or how does he know her, Kyle? John Slattery knows Christina Hendricks from Mad Men on AMC. That is correct. And he played a version of Tony Stark in the MCU. Yes. That, that's how people... No, I'm <laughs> Oh, he did, but... <laughs> Yes, this is like Madman John Slattery saying, I want to make a movie, and I'm friends with Christina Hendricks. She's going to be in it. And she's talented, too. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it. And, of course, we can't overshadow that we're getting Phil Singer Hoffman, moment one, scene one. Oh, that's Philadelphia. That's Jenkins' voice, right? Yes, I need to turn it up a little bit. There we go. I have the subtitles on. And God's Pocket is a fictional neighborhood in Philadelphia based on a couple of neighborhoods I think we read. Yeah. And now is it, I forget, is the movie supposed to take place in Philadelphia or is it just... Oh God, I forgot we get another Hoffman sex scene. Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) that's that's what you rarely get ball commentary in sex scenes so i appreciate that you know what i i I don't mean to be weird uh pointing this out but uh, now because between this um before the devil knows you're dead and the master like he has a very distinctual noise that he makes when he um, finishes. <laughs> that I'm just very, I guess I, I don't know. He's <laughs> I don't know, maybe using from experience. He's... You're just you're just hyper aware of love making noises. Unfortunately, <laughs> my subtitles aren't working. Um, uh, did you put subtitles on? I did, and they're working for you. Yeah, that's thanks. You might need to help me with some things. Should I just read every line? Honey. Yes, please. I'm up. And who is this guy again? Oh, that's this is one of Joey's favorite guys. Isn't it like Caleb? Oh, shit. Wait, is it still playing? Yeah, okay. I like clicked on the cast thing, but I'm not sure if it like paused for a second. Caleb Landry Jones. Gotcha. Very blonde Hoffman in this film. Yeah. If you were from here, you'd get it. Oh, he's one of the producers as well, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I didn't know that. Ooh, interesting. Nice little nature trail there. Yeah, okay, so when I clicked on the uh to see the actors, it did it did pause a little bit, so I feel like I'm a little behind you. That's okay. So ever so What's your time code when I say go? Uh oh, sorry. Uh, say go one more time. <laughs> What's your time code when I say go? Four thirty. Four thirty? Yeah. Oh, you're way behind me then. Really? We need to sync up or something. Okay, well, I'll click uh, on the time. When you say, what are you at right now? Just to keep counting for a second. Uh, 50, 51, 52, keep, keep 53, counting. 54, 55, 56, 
57, 58, yep, 59. Okay. I'm, ju- I'm, ju- I'm, I'm at it now. <laughs> I just had to put my cursor over the timeline. Look, it's Jesus. It's, yeah, it is. It's the, the Jesus. Sorry, the Jesus. And then Dominic uh, D. Lombardo, I believe is this actor's name. Mm-hmm. He was in, did, oh, you haven't seen The King of Staten Island yet. He's in it. Cool. Looks very Philly. Definitely shot on location in Philly. This horse Talented is fantastic, horse. yeah. This, <laughs> whoa, a lot of vulgarity in this film. This is something I remember most about this film, like these car rides they do. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, uh, I did not remember there's a racial element in this. Yeah, that's film. part of the yeah. Obviously, we don't agree with this character's assessment. No. Oh, oh this that... guy. What's this guy's name? Oh, God, I'm so okay. okay. Let me not click on the thing that I did before to interrupt it. Um, there's a film I know you like him in. Is a film you know? Uh, is it going to be a joke one or is it going to be a joke no real one? real? Oh, okay. Um, I know. Oh god. I think. What's, what's his? Oh, I, I guess I'll look him up via this movie. God's pocket. I know he's in so many HBO shows. Like he was the bad guy on um, the first season of True Detective. Really creepy. Oh yes, yes. And then he's like. He was on Boardwalk Empire. He the stupid, was... I click the stupid cast thing now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Count count your numbers. Count your numbers. Cool. So I'm, the... uh, I'm on minute seven. So yep. 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, okay. 31. We're, we're synced. We're synced. Okay. <laughs> Lovely counting that you guys are listening to today. <laughs> In the end of the day, it's not going to make much of a difference. No, 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 no. I'll, but, I'll find the movie. I think it's the movie. I just want to make sure I got it right. This might be. I don't think we did this for the when we did the awards at our at our live event. Did we do best accent? Oh, we should have. Like we needed another category. Yeah, exactly. Like we need another category for that two-hour event our plus event but it's like this is a great one it's like this obviously Gun- i think gunther bachman should win also just for our, our, <laughs> for our shared love it's just of so different yeah but like Do you remember another movie that took place in philadelphia on the in the cd side of philadelphia that phil seymour hoffman was in uh the cd side of philadelphia that hoffman's in hmm I don't I'll let you stew on that one. Okay. I'll let you chew on that one. So that actor before, his name is Glenn Fleshler. And now I'm going to click on his IMDb, and I'm going to look Fe- at... Fleshler. Fleshler. Oh, wait. So he was recently in Joker. I don't think that's what you're referring to. No, but, I mean, you and I... 
I mean, I he was in it. the. He's in so. New man, he is. A, he is an that. HBO guy. He is. Yeah, New Watchmen. For sure. Barry. Um, but let me let me go and try to guess. My next, the next thing I say out loud will be my guess towards a movie. Oh, he's that, in Blue Jasmine. I forgot. Oh, I know he's in a movie that I mean we both really like, but you really like. Um, but let me see if that's going to be. The oh same. yes, he's, he is in a movie. Tell me the movie because. A most violent year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, w- I must have been thinking of the wrong guy. So, <laughs> still, plenty of things that this guy's done. Yeah. Delivery Man is what I was talking about. Delivery Man is the movie? Yeah, Vince what Vaughn. Movie is that? You, re- you really like that movie, Vince oh, Vaughn. Shut up. I know it's going to be a joke one. <laughs> Jesus. I no, I just, I just forgot. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, boy. He started all the way back on. Uh, HBO with Sex in the City. He was on one episode. Wow, he's really good in the most violent year. I I haven't watched that movie in so long. I I don't. I'm I'm totally blanking on his role. He's like the main rival, essentially. Oh, okay. Like one of the other oil owners. Gotcha. Yeah. What a what a what a different movie for it's like a most violent year is like. It, I mean, it makes sense because I know it takes place in like. A very yeah, violent it's not. Year I mean, it's, it's violent, but it's not as violent. Yeah, as the title but it's like it's up there with like a title like "There Will Be Blood," like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But I love Oscar Isaac. Oh, he is in Delivery Man. I know. That's why I was just reading off the thing though. Oh, I love Oscar Isaac. I love Jessica Chastain. So if you put the two of them in a film, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, good point. Did this guy play the Joker in anything? Like some kind of TV? No, it's the guy DC Universe because because he like he's totally doing like Joker mannerisms. Oh, okay. I thought for a second you were confusing him with. There's a guy. There's a actor from Shameless that was the Joker on like the TV show Gotham. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know that guy. Whoa. I just meant in general. Like he's totally playing it up like the Joker. What year yeah, did Dark exactly. Knight come out? Two thousand eight. So six years. And what year is this? 2014, 13. Yeah, so like, it's not crazy to think, oh, he saw Heath Ledger's performance. He's like, let me try to do something like that. Yeah, let me make a Philadelphia Joker. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because, like, you shouldn't do that, but everyone who's watching this film is like, oh, that he deserved it, you know? It's always cool when that happens. I think, yeah, exactly. I think even before everything that's going on now, like just from the get go, that, that again, Caleb, uh, whatever his full name is, I feel bad. Sorry, Joey. But, uh, he, he plays such like grimy characters really well. Has Richard Jenkins and Hoffman ever been in something besides this? Um, I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll look it up too. I don't think so. Like, I'm, like, trying to think if they're in, like, a political movie together. It just feels like they would be. Richard Jenkins is really in, like, some of my, like, favorite films of the last, ex- like... For a while, years. people kept getting, like, not not mad at him, but, like, mad. They're like, why is, every time there's, like, a middle-aged to older white person, Richard Jenkins is playing them? Because <laughs> yeah. he had... But because he had a string... Where he just was, like, in a lot of films. Yeah, his big year, I know his, like, real, like, breakout year for people really recognizing him was, like, 2008 because he played, 
he was in like Step Brothers and Burn After Reading. Those were like two big films for him. Yeah, this is his only Hoffman film. But I think his, I mean, one of his bigger breakout roles, again, just in uh, mainstream, is he was on Six Feet Under. Yeah. But yeah, you would think like, like I would have loved to have seen Philip Seymour Hoffman in the Coen Brothers movie, like Burn After Reading, just looking yeah. at other Richard Jenkins movies. Or, um, ooh, I'll cover him eventually on Eat, Pray, Love. I was going to say, he's in Eat, Pray, Love. Um, obviously, Step Brothers. I love I, Killing I Him Softly. Oh, Killing Him Softly, you do love that movie. Rumor has it is a movie you like. <laughs> Apparently, his, like, real... Because he was in... But, like, I Heart Huckabees was a movie at the time that people were like, oh, this is cool, or fun with Dick and Jane, you know, but... Yeah. Um, it seems like his breakout role award-wise was this film called The Visitor. Yeah, I remember that was, yeah, him getting, um, yeah, that was the year before his big, so I remember, yeah, exactly, that and that would have been like the 2008 Oscars, and I remember seeing that he was, I think he was nominated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Friends with Benefits, Hall Pass. <laughs> oh man, this is such a terrible movie. Is it? Like yeah. I never saw it, but it looked bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's bad. Kong Skull Island. You're a big the core. Mike Rivera, our good friend, was really. <laughs> he used to see these trailers that all of us would be like, "This movie looks so dumb." We like that looks awesome. <laughs> Like what's the one where like the the couples like stranded in in water for like two oh. hours? Like that one was one he thought yeah. was gonna be awesome. All right, what a topical film: police, racism, infectious disease. Yeah. Look at these guys doing, I mean, some would say it's not the right thing, but I think the right thing. It's hard to say it's the right thing, but you get it. I guess that's where the film conflict's in. Hell, though, if I'm the foreman there, I'm like, everyone get the fuck out of here. You know, when the cops come, it's just going to be me and someone else. Yeah. Because now you're just like sharing. Yeah, but that also then that looks suspicious. Like, where'd everybody go? No, but like you, you could have them still doing work. You know? oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Just like not, not like s- leave and go home. Yeah, yeah, not just not sitting around like that. I got you. Yeah, like because then you're like adding, you're putting guilt on other people. Just be like, I'll take care of it. You know? Yeah. And she has feelings for Richard Jenkins. No, Is that what Richard Jenkins has like really strong feelings for her. Okay, okay. Yeah, and a very creepy. I feel like it manifests and then like a real or comes to fruition like a really weird way is this a period piece right like do we know the year it, or is it just or or just is it just a blue or is it just like, like the griminess like, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they live <laughs> 
I I'm trying to look for some signifiers. Like so far, via the vehicles and almost like the fashion, definitely seems like it's supposed to be like eighties. I haven't seen what I know we were just talking about Richard Jenkins what has he been in recently um a movie called Kajillionaire one of your faves hands down The Last Shift ooh is this a food film yeah. Stanley's last shift at his fast food job takes an unexpected turn. Stanley nice. Stanley is Richard played by Richard Jenkins. Nice. Um directed by an Emmy Award winning filmmaker. <laughs> so that was her son but not his son? Correct. Okay. I love to admit it's bird. <laughs> this is the stuff that's like, I love John Turturro in, but then he. <laughs> but then he just, t- he, he takes so many roles. He's a working actor. That's for sure. Yeah. God, I wish I had these subtitles. Oh boy. Ooh, some screwdrivers. Yeah, I haven't had a screwdriver in a very long time. I'm not saying I'm craving it. Yeah, there was like this one... I think it was even just one night... Oh, this is when he gets weird. (laughs) Uh, In college that all I had... Like, I was just like... Like, whether I couldn't go somewhere and get booze or I just didn't have any money. All I had left was like vodka, which I rarely drink. And as far as a mixer, orange juice. So I was like, okay, I'll do screwdrivers. And I got so drunk. <laughs> and then the next day I love having like a glass of orange juice in the morning. Then I had a glass of orange juice in the morning. I'm just like, Ugh! like it just, yeah, it really does ruin orange juice yeah. for you. Unfortunately. Yeah, um, exactly. I, it was a drink, a drink. <laughs> it was a drink. I drank. A lot early on Wait, because like, I just didn't she's know. She's saying something about penises right now. Sorry, you don't have the title song. Anyway, go ahead. No, I just didn't know enough drinks. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. I like orange juice. Vodka's a thing. <laughs> Foodie scene right here. Technically, this is this is Philly. <laughs> Hmm. 
Oh, I love a good, a, what is that, like a 10-ounce, 12-ounce glass or something? Yeah, you rarely see it. That's great. Occasionally at a brewery when they have different kind of pours. Oh, he plays such a good, like, working man, like, look. Smiling Jack. This guy's a great bartender. Yeah. He's, like, exactly what you want in, like, an old man's bar bartender. Just that Irish face. Someone that says <laughs> someone that says things like you plant potatoes, you get potatoes. No comment. This lady's uh, acting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, it's getting heavy. It's nice, like, um, Hoffman's so understated, even when everyone around him is, like, overacting, and it makes him look even better. Yeah, it just totally brings, like, uh, like brings it all together and just brings, like, recognition to, like, how much of a master of his craft he was. So technically, technically, this is the last movie he completed. Oh, Most so Wanted this, Man, this, okay. he, he he filmed before this, but came out after this. Obviously, we know Hunger Games, I how see. that worked I out. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the last project he worked on. And I don't know if it's like he doesn't look the best because it's the character, or it's because it, that's how he was in real life, you know? He's certainly pretty heavy here. He's heavy, but like here he doesn't look... I don't know. Like, no, he doesn't look as tired as like the other scenes. Yeah, like he's got a, you know, I mean, he's got, like, he doesn't look, he doesn't look disheveled. I mean, so I mean, he's acting in a movie, obviously. So you've got makeup and hair and everything, so you know, to help him look better. So I don't know. I got some trivia for you about this film. Please, I got some good stuff, some juicy bits. Um. That Hoffman wasn't originally hired to play this role. Oh, was he going to be either Richard Jenkins or John Turturro? Correct, he was going to be Richard Jenkins' role. Yeah, this is. I can see that. I could see it, but this is better. this is better. This is better. But Hoffman's played a creeper before. Oh, Philadelphia. (laughs) You have a similar story, Kyle. Why don't you share it? (laughs) My mother is still very healthy, very alive. I said similar. I don't know what's similar. I'm just joking. Ooh, does he mean that bar or does he mean God's pocket in general? You like this. <laughs> Shut up.
isn't she like a student? Right? Wasn't that the whole? Yeah. He's like a very famous writer and she idealizes him. Yeah. Yes, I think that's, I mean, the big, the big thing in this is that, like, he's, like, emotionally and, and physically not there for her, right? Yeah. And so then I think she kind of seeks, I think Richard Jenkins kind of starts looking into the accident, and then that's how they meet. I believe that's the case. Oh, you know, this is going <laughs> to... I feel like an idiot right now reading this trivia fact, but it makes so much sense. And when I say it to you, you're going to be like, oh my God, yes. This film was not shot in Philadelphia. Uh, well, I, I thought, yeah, that was the whole thing. Isn't it? In, it's in, wasn't it somewhere in Jersey? You, no, but let's see if you remember. Uh, Rhode Island? You've been there and when, when you say it or I say it, you're going to be like, oh, that makes so much sense. And you'll look at the... You look at the scenery now, and you'll be like, that makes so much sense. It's like up in the Rust Belt somewhere? No, it's very close to where I live. Oh. Oh, uh, Yonkers? Yonkers, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, that's what. But it takes... Right, four- and as I see this now, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. It looked like Philadelphia to me, because I've been to Philadelphia a lot. Yeah, well, the people are playing Philadelphians to a T, so... I'm looking up the filming locations. Because I got... I was like, huh. I've seen that bar. One of the bars. Ugh. <laughs> Heavy shit, bro. Ugh. Sorry, I'm just looking this stuff up. Yeah, I'm just They shot a little bit in the Bronx, too. He just... Oh, God. Like, I mean... I I, I don't know. They just... I feel like they're just nailing between, like, the costumes. I love... I just love his, like, working man comfortable, like, look. Oh, you weren't wrong about Jersey. They did shoot one of the exterior scenes in uh, Kearney, Kearney, a town you and I both know well. But we're from this area. All these towns I've said have a similar feel to that Philadelphia aesthetic they're trying to pull off. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and that's why I even thought for a second maybe it was like somewhere in the Rust Belt, like upstate. John Turturro only worked five days on this film. Wow, that's uh, that's a good work of a good production manager right there with scheduling. Tell you that. It's true.
Your son was a little shit. Just, <laughs> just let, him, let him be dead. This was a foodie, uh, a foodie fact that they did not use real meat in the filming. It was all plastic. That's good. That would get to a, with a, the amount of lights you have to have and the heat from that. That would really fuck with the meat and probably also make it smell. So that's good. <laughs> I love this. Nice horse. <laughs> you big horse guy? I have uh, been known to dabble in the ponies. Literally, one, like... literally once in my life. <laughs> you do like equestrian or dressage or anything <laughs> like that? Yeah. Love some good prancing around. I think it's weird that like they have similar color shirts. I know that sounds strange, but it's rare you see that in a movie, you know? Yeah, put the texture and the jacket over. Okay. Is he's so red in this film his complexion? I don't mean to get go into sad, dark things, but I wonder, like, while he also, you know, was using again, like, if he was drinking a lot, too. Hmm. Try to pay attention to what they're pouring. Can you see what's on the tab? No. What would you what would you think? Schlitz? <laughs> Maybe. That's that's a community for you. Trying to, I think it is Schlitz. Nice. Let me see. It's either that one or the other one with an S that was, yeah, it's Schlitz. I looked it up. Oh, really? Well, did you find a picture or something? Or yeah, I found a picture of what oh, the okay. can looked like in that era. Classic. that can. Because the other one was Schaefer, I think, with the S. Oh, yeah, Schaefer, yeah. And then Ballantyne was like the one from Newark that was pretty popular as well. I love the cans from back then where you had to just, you know, actually use a can opener. Yeah. He's so depressed. I don't. I'm not laughing at his depression, but like the way this character is, he's just like, "My life's over." 
Yeah, he's just playing the with like, like a, a pretty young woman. Exactly. Like if that's the only good thing in your life, your life is still really good at that age. Like if you're <laughs> if you're that accomplished and the and oh god, <laughs> like you have groupies. Yeah. Like no offense to Richard Jenkins, but he's, I mean, I mean he's not he's not bad looking. He's in like good shape for his age, but I bet you I don't know if he's single, but if Richard Jenkins is single, I bet you he. He does pretty well for himself, Richard. We, that's if we were like one of those, uh, you know, like, like a like a how did this get made kind of podcast that makes t shirts for every episode. The, the shirt for this episode would be Richard Jenkins slays. <laughs> Is she? A brunette in this film, or is that just like really dark, like kind of? I think she's a brunette in this film. Okay, but it is like a darkly lit film, so I I could see yeah where there'd be confusion. But she's brunette in this film. She's a uh, a natural blonde in real life. Yeah, I knew that for some reason. But the red hair, Mad Men. I mean, that just I think made a lot of people fall in love with her. Pretty often, um, they'll the people who they'll make redheads in Hollywood are natural blondes. Huh, interesting. It's a, I don't know, I don't know about hair dyeing, but I think it's related to that somehow. So, what's the, like, what does he need to have done? Well, like, what's this favor he's asking? I'm trying to. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> this movie was not reviewed well, by the way. Um, I think the most acclaim it got was that it was Philip Seymour Hoffman, the last thing he worked on, film-wise. Yeah. Let me... I'm going to try to look it up. Nope, there's not... <laughs> not a lot of summaries on this film. The biggest criticism of this film was its tone. They said it couldn't find a tone, whether it was comedy. I I get that, because it gets kind of comedic with the whole transporting of the body later on. Mm-hmm. Remember that aspect of it? Like, yeah. A lot of people also said oh, was it was that, a lot that of was, I think that was Schaefer. That can't ah, was interesting. Drinking. I wonder if there was a certain... Um, thing that came along with uh like sh- some certain people drink shavers certain people drink schlitz you know maybe do you think that they changed the street names or do you think there's a 25th street and an oak street in yonkers 
I don't know. I'm going to look it up on Google, see if there's an Oak Street. This could have been a New Jersey location, too. It's true. It definitely has a uh, Carney vibe. Kearney. That part was actually filmed in the Bronx. What part? Woodlawn, that like really Irish part. That makes sense. And they did change these street names to match, like, I guess, Philadelphia streets. Okay. Is this a book? Or is this an original? <laughs> the character this one she's like a uh, a blue collar it's like it's like the same kind of like conversations people have in like robin hood movies it's like god bless Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't trust this guy for a second. No. Oh, he can't talk, right? He's got the stutter, yeah. Jesus. John Taturo. Did you look at tell like the different beers there? Yeah. Did you did you um oh yeah, Keystone? Well oh that's no, but that's talking about the racetrack, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you were looking at locations on IMDb. Um, I was. Or... There's a lot of other websites. Oh, okay. This movie doesn't have a lot of scholarship. I'm just curious. I'm gonna look at what they have on there and see if that says um, the one you were looking at it was saying like what locations were where like. No, I was like literally looking up the location and finding it in like newspaper articles. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, interior of Mickey's house. That's Port Chester, New York. Okay, so Westchester. Yeah, and the only other location I see via IMDb is Yonkers, but that doesn't. Yeah. IMDb doesn't usually give you a lot of location information. You have to kind of look up, like, do like deep Google searches. Yeah. You said before where the bar was in God's Pocket? Or in, yeah. Which? Yeah, it said uh, Woodlawn. Okay, that was, okay, the bar's Woodlawn. Oh, and these, yeah, okay, wait. And he fucks them up.
I could see you having a profession like this. It's, it's just me going having to the docks and a profession like this. Yeah, just like going to the docks. Be, and... be in the heavy. Yeah, why not? Okay, I wasn't sure if you were saying like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, the boss on the truck. No, like you know, breaking some bones, giving Gazo his money. I think in a different life, different era, I would have been a good collector. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of like short sleeve button ups in this movie. What That's... a what a thrilling conversation we're having. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about this. Ugh. Oh my god. Ugh. Enough, enough, enough. Yeah, oh so that's the whole God. thing. So Mickey. Right? John Turturro's character, yeah. He asked Dominic Lombardo's character to question that guy on behalf of Philip Seymour Hoffman. It does not go well. No, yeah, because then Dominic Lombardo was saying to John Turturro, like, oh, you know, or... Uh, and then they end up losing a bunch of money here, right? And that's the money yeah, for the so. funeral. Yeah, that would make more narrative sense. <laughs> you shouldn't bet on the horses if you don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> That's got to be one of the worst feelings because, like, you're hearing other people. Like, there's just so many rooting elements versus, like, at least in like, I mean, other sports. If it's a team versus a team, you know, so it's not as divisive. Yeah, but this is like one out of like what six. Like, you can't expect to win. No, but I'm just, I'm just saying from like a standpoint of like hearing other people cheering. There's just like it's so much more divisive. Yeah, you're always going to see people cheering because most people bet the favorite, and the favorite usually wins. It shouldn't be surprising to him. <laughs> and the movie ends here. <laughs> no, there's a very weird picnic that happens later. Yes. You remember a lot of this movie. I remember the perverted things very well. <laughs> Richard Jenkins is like always hungover in this film Drunk or hungover the way he moves Yeah like drunk disheveled Yeah This is also a time, I'm assuming, pre-internet, but it's also a time where the newspaper was so much more important than it is today. Like, people knew reporters because they saw their name every day. Yeah, Everyone exactly. Did. Yeah, you truly knew the names of, like, the columnists and everything. 
why does she ever say why she thinks something's wrong with it? Like, it just is, like, it the really only, comes The only thing I'll like, say is that whenever, like, someone loses a son, it is a common response to say. Like, if it's an accident, to say that there's, like, foul play or something. It's, it's just a human response to something like that happening. Yeah, okay. I get that. And she could have another reason, too. I mean, I guess, like, also deep down she knows he was an asshole. Maybe she just, like, was dreading the day that he would say something wrong. Maybe. I don't know. Ugh, a constant exchange of money. It's, it's... Oh, now I remember the end of this movie. Don't tell me, don't tell me. This is a great response. <laughs> I feel like in God's pocket, you got to be like a shrewd funeral director. Yeah. See, I think the actors are good in this movie. I mean, no offense to John Slattery. I think it's in the lack of, like, maybe direction. It's also, like... It's not... I get the story. It just, you know... It's like a slice of life, know. right? To make it, like, a column... To do a comparison to, like, a column as well, <laughs> right? I guess. <laughs> what a, I forgot about, like, the two of them. Fighting. That's such a great... He went to swing at him, and he just gives him a good smack in the face. And this Kyle, is... my, apart- my apartment's getting quite hot because I have to turn the air conditioner off. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go grab a glass of water and some ice while you do the play-by-play, if that's okay with you. Sure, yeah. I was just going to talk about this uh, actor, which I don't want to misspeak. I believe it's... Uh... Go for it. Go for yeah. it. I'll, I'll listen back to it okay. when, I, uh, when I listen to the episode. <laughs> Yeah, Eddie Marzan. Marzan. Uh, he's he's in a lot of stuff right away. Movie I covered on Foodie Films, The World's End. But I was thinking of him also. I watched like the first couple seasons of uh, Ray Donovan. I know he's on that. Wow, he's been on eighty-two episodes of that. Show. I didn't know that show was on for that many. That mean at least eight seasons. 
Robinson. That. Oh, guys, Too Fast to Forever, one of the other fantastic shows on the Cage Club podcast network. He was in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I forgot about that. He was in Vice. He uses a lot of stuff. Atomic Blonde, I know the fellas in Cage Club like that movie. Um, I wasn't a big fan of it. Mm, what else was he in? Oh, we're getting creepy Richard Jenkins. So weird. He's so inappropriate. Oh, and she just wants help to, you know, to figure out what happened with her son that I think she's just being... Ugh. Ugh. I, Anna. I don't know what that is. Warhorse. Now I'm just going back. Long times. Merlin. Oh my god. Forgot about that TV series. Okay, what are they drinking now? You talking Schaefer's or Schlitz? Gonna search 80s Schaefer's cans. Schaefer. Ooh, ooh! Oh, that looked uncomfortable. Is that a real... Wait, is this... Did he seriously put the body outside? I forget this aspect. And he takes the body and has to bring it to the... To birds? That's fucked up. Schaefer. Yeah, it's Schaefer's can that they're drinking. That's a classy looking can. Gonna read up on Schaefer's. Yeah, this movie definitely has tonal problems. Ooh, I came back at a good time. Yeah. That's so fucked up. And this is supposed to be comedic, right? Like, is a song playing in the background? I guess? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I agree with the yeah tonal problems. Yeah, it has to be, yeah, because I need, yeah, the whole, yeah. Whoop! I know of rigor mortis, but like, do the would the legs literally stay out like that stiff? I do not know. <laughs> I don't have much experience with corpses. <sighs> Heavy. I'd say, like, very ironically. Not ironically, that's a bad way to put it. Kind of, if you've seen Mad Men, though. Uh-huh. The person who, um... Who, well, I'll just ask you this question. Who would you say is the most successful person to come out of Mad Men? Most successful person to come... Oh, uh, what's her name that plays Peggy? 
Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I know, uh, obviously, uh, why am I blanking on Don Draper? Why am I blanking on his name right now? You know, John Hamm. John, John Hamm's not an A-lister. No. Elizabeth but Moss, Elizabeth... I'd say for sure. She works. She's in critically acclaimed things. Yeah, between, yeah, I know that, I mean, one of the few films that was, like, released, like, right before the pandemic. What was that? Invisible Man, like, keeps doing well. Cause, mm-hmm. And then she, Handmaid's Tale, always gets, I, I just saw something saying that the trailer for the fourth season. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody else on that show. I guess, like, her and John Hamm are the most, right? Yeah, but I, I honestly think that uh, Elizabeth Moss could get a lead in a role right now faster than John Hamm. I think they're they both play very specific characters. What movie has has John Hamm led? What movie has he led? Yeah. There was that one with like Isla Fisher, where he was like a spy with Ed Helms. Not Ed Helms. No, no. I'm thinking of two different movies. There's one where he's with I yeah, mean, he, yeah. Isla, Isla Fisher and Zach Galifianakis, and it's like a comedy. Like him and his wife are spies, and they're just like regular neighbors. Oh, I don't know about that one, but I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Like he definitely is. He, I mean, he's. I think he's a pretty good. I, I like him. That's not the same. I don't want to say like character him. actor, but yeah, he definitely plays more supporting roles. Like he was really yeah. good in. Um, uh, uh, why am I totally blanking on the name right now? It is Baby Driver. Yeah, he was really good in Baby Driver. Oh, Keeping Up with the Joneses is the one you're thinking about. Gotcha. Um, I think people thought that he was going to be the breakout star out of that show, and he's so great on that show, but. It never really translated. Um, it's not that he doesn't do anything. I'm not saying that, but he guess he, again. He's not certainly. No one's doing a John Hamm podcast. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I. I um, oh Jesus! Tag. Christ. You tag. Yeah, came out on my birthday like two years ago. Um. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Oh God! I forgot about this. This was my favorite scene of the movie. Oh my god! Just how like how cutthroat she is. Like she's been waiting to shoot that gun. And she's still cool and collected, kind of. Yeah. Be getting blood all over your face. <laughs> was that his mom um, or his wife I forgot <laughs> I think it's his mom but it could be his wife just back to baby driver quickly Joey was mentioning the other day how like obviously Kevin Spacey not a good guy and now the lead actor is getting in a lot of trouble too oh really yeah. 
Oh, well, it's he getting in trouble. That's not good because I mean, not good in general, obviously, but he's he's <laughs> the uh, star of uh, West Side Story. Uh, just that's gonna a couple of, a couple of women on Twitter accusing him of stuff. It was Angel Engelbert. I don't know. Yeah, that's not good. Again, hopefully, it's not true. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Here we go. What? You, you don't love a picnic? Is that not a food scene? <laughs> yeah, you know, the movie has some moments where I'm just like... It's a little weird dialogue-wise, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have this, you know. You have a bludgeoning of people and and shooting people up, and then you have Philip Seymour and can't who can't get out of a truck. Yeah, you just have yeah. It just it. I think it definitely could have used a more experienced director. I forgot this is what it ends up being. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you going to add this to your food scenes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that, but it is. <laughs> well. You ah. Hoffman's kind of dumb here. No matter what the guy says, you don't show him a dead body. No, you at least put a fucking blanket over it. Yeah. I think the guy still would have played see no evil, hear no evil kind of thing, you know? (laughs) Such weirdos in this movie. It's a weird place for a living room. Why would you cut down that tree? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, the music is also like I, I'm very curious what they're trying to like accomplish with this. Beef and lamb, no pork. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If Philip Seymour Hoffman was still alive, that would be my number one question for him. Would be yeah. When in God's pocket and you're driving the Scarpato meat truck, why do you think it was only beef and lamb? <laughs> I mean, that's. Oh, by the way, did you see it said Yonkers, New York? Oh wait, on the on uh, the boxes. Really? That's weird. I'd go back, but obviously we can't miss. Jeez. They couldn't. They couldn't get like dummy boxes. <laughs> I was saying it when you stepped away before, but like, yeah, she just, and I, I definitely recall talking about this on the initial episode, but she's just putting up with so much to get some answers, but it's just like, she's, I still want to say like, why are you going to a picnic right now? <laughs> like there's different things between like grabbing lunch at a diner or just like anything, but like. You're going to take a drive. Like, this has nothing to do. Like, he has zero explanation of, like, how this would be helping him discover something for her. I like her dress, though. She looks like he could be in any decade in American history. <laughs> oh, God. He likes her dress, too. See, in some shots, her hair looks, like, really dark red. Doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> His fucking ego. I love blue collar dialogue. <laughs> you think you could write a good blue collar scene? I don't know. I'm pr- I'm pretty like I feel like middle uh, middle of the floor kind of area. So I think I could definitely write a better blue collar scene than like high society because I know like a bit more lingo of it, like. Uh, you know, saying things like sawbuck and all those kind of things. <laughs> uh, weird. Why is it weird? Shut up. Stop. Oh, it makes me uncomfortable. She doesn't want that. Stop. It looks fake, too. Like, I know it's not, but it looks like it's on a set. <laughs> Yeah. 
Shut up, you don't know him like that. Yeah, and also that's like not exactly how I would describe it. It's not like, Phil, I mean, Phil Snerhoffen was like a big guy, but it's not like he's like some like dumb muscle head kind of like lifting things kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, she just knows. Ugh, oh god, this is uncomfortable. This guy's been in a bunch of stuff too. Oh yeah, he's a big HBO guy as well. Yeah. He's in a lot of HBO stuff. Flight of the Concord, it's bored to death. I know you watched Bored to Death, but he played that like a. I remember like a, he was like a cop with like a letter, a, a horse cop with like yeah. a leather fetish. I remember. I think you brought it up on the initial run, but like, but over the, uh, the initial episode, but uh, how we rarely get to see Philip Seymour Hoffman running in movies. Oh yeah, it's interesting. Ugh. It's so weird to have this with like that. Yeah. Oh. Do you like movies that are about, like, a really bad day? No, I hate them. Die Hard. <laughs> okay. Point made in that, like... No, no, but, like, Die Hard, honestly, yeah, it's a really bad day, but it's mostly positive for the main character. Yeah, and, like, you have, like, it's action-adventure kind of thing. Not, like, like these kind of movies always stress me out, or even, like, the ones where the scenario just keeps getting worse and worse, which is this, but, it like, more, like... While the Ben Stiller movies are funny, like... Meet the parents. Yeah, it's just like, oh, come on, really, at this point? (laughs) You painted the cat. Look at all the carnage. How do you get out of this one? Like, how do you get out of this one? You have to realize uh, I'm a shithead. That's all you have to do and say. Yeah. That's definitely Yonkers. I didn't bring this up on... Uh, forgot about it for uh, when we did the live at Yonkers Brewery of things they filmed there. Yeah, for your show. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Well, this is your show too, but I've been foodie films. And for yours as well, for High School Slumber Party. Yeah, it wasn't really topical with my show, but you could have brought it up with uh, John. Yeah. At Yonkers Brewery. What a day, huh? (sighs) Exactly. This (laughs) this movie is short, but it drags. Yeah, I'm glad it's this short. (laughs) I'm not saying it's bad or anything like that. It's definitely not in my top five Hoffman favorites. Oh, no, it's not even in my top ten. Probably not mine either. 
It's just about broken people, which I don't know. Sometimes it just, it just goes to show you, like where where do you think he was in his career? Like I I I don't want to say this, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Was he on the downswing, or is it just ha- it happened to end not on a high note? It's not that this is a low note, to be clear, yeah. but I wonder what he had in store. Like, was were we going to see something else, or was it going to be a lot of like, movies like this? Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I was just like, no, because it's weird for him to honestly take this and a most wanted man. They're not very much. His speed, he's clearly the lead. They're clearly, you know, getting him to do... I'm not saying they're paying him a lot for this, because it seems like this was a to-scale kind of a bunch of actor friends doing a movie kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm just curious if, like, he was going to do more roles like this or where he was going to go. We don't know. We don't know the answer to that. But it is weird to, like, end on something... Or almost end on something like this. Because at the same time, he's also doing Hunger Games Yeah, films. one of the he bigger franchises of the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see. I mean, and we also know that he was then going to do an HBO show. So it's he was kind of all over the place, in a good way. Yeah, it certainly would have been an interesting chapter. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, still doing, you know, would have been still doing some stage stuff. He literally has three, like there are three really bad things that happened <laughs> in at like the same time. Oh, it's a flower shop, Richard Jenkins on on Christina Hendricks, and yeah. the meat and the dead body coming out of the truck. And I still, I'm like, what is left of this movie? <laughs> you know, but we we still have 17 minutes left. Wasn't there something about this guy? Because he doesn't talk the whole time. And isn't he... Some... Mm, I'll look it up. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely also, like... He's played a... I think, like... A drunk bum in another movie. I gotta find this guy. I've definitely seen this guy. I think his name is Bill Buell. Bill Burr? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, he's in. Literally has one line in the movie across the universe. Oh God, that's what you remember him for. Yeah, it's really yeah, exactly. And it, but he's just like it's during the scene of like get a little help from my friends when they're singing that, and he's just like during the line like like could it be anybody? When it's like I want somebody to love, and it's just like he's at the bar and like singing to the boys like could it be anybody? <laughs> So specific. Yeah, it's very specific, but it always stuck out to me for some reason. Oh, he's on John. I know you like, uh, he was in one episode of John Adams. He has the hair for it. 
thought there was some connection to Philip Seymour Hoffman, but I guess not. God, <laughs> this movie's getting on my nerves because it's just like, just shut up for a, a while. <laughs> you can't drink at home, guys. What a weird song. I'm not. I know you said you liked the acting in this film. I don't know. I don't know if I like it or hate it. A lot of it is big. It's definitely a choice to go big and over the I'm top. In our, and, I'm in our yeah. leads, not our like supporting like uh, like little like extra people. <laughs> His song. I like John Slaherty too. Like I, I thought I think he's like a cool dude. Yeah, and I liked his his character arc was like weird and funny on Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just uh... I think interesting directing choices or lack thereof. See, like, you can't not laugh about this. Yeah. Sorry, like like that matters. Yeah. So John Slaherty directed. Uh, he, he directed episodes of like five episodes of Mad Men, and then that remember that show Love. Uh, that Judd Apatow produced. Yeah. It was on Netflix, like, early on. Yeah. Or a couple of years ago. He directed some episodes of that, and that's really all he's directed. Okay. Yeah, TV's just a different animal than, mm-hmm. than movies. Oh, All right, so he's 20. That character's supposed to be 23. So if she was like, I'm just going to go with 17 for even math, she's supposed to be 40. I mean, I don't know how old she is in real life. She's deceptively, like, I don't want to say old because I don't mean that in a bad way. Chris. 
Christina. I know she wasn't particularly young on, on Mad Men. She's 45 now. Okay, and this movie is only six years old. So, yeah, she was like 39 at the time. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Also, yeah, could be, yeah. Story-wise, to say that she was 16 and had a kid isn't the weirdest thing. And it's fair to say oh. that, like, she she's still working, too. Like, I wasn't criticizing the entire cast of Mad Men. Yeah. Uh, she does, she has a TV show. If it's still on. I know she did with uh, Retta and, what's the other actress's name? Oh, Mae Whitman. Good Girls. Mm. Don't, don't the people of God's Pocket not end up liking him, right, after writing this? Or Yeah, I believe so. Okay. He, like, yeah, they... Jumps the shark in their eyes. <laughs> I do like this aspect because like he's so unlikable to me. Richard Hendricks and this character and like he thinks he's a man of the people but he's really just a douche. He's exploiting them. Oh, yeah, 100%. He exploits everybody. I love that they keep saying that, but he's like, clearly is at this point. But I guess it's one of those places you're not born in the pocket. You don't grow up in the pocket. You're not from the pocket. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I did not remember that sucker punch. Wow. Ugh. I was just going to say, why isn't she, like, yelling out to stop? And I'm like, oh, yeah, she has every right in the world to be, like, watching this and taking this in. <laughs> Do 
Just leave the pocket. Forget it. Move to the south. Is this the end of Rocky Five? <laughs> Come on. How long was he left in the street for? Guess till he wakes up. Someone's going to run him over. That was some uh, vigorous brushing. How does this movie end? I don't remember this. He moved down to Florida and is living in a trailer with them. The two of them and the mom moved to Florida? Is she his... Is she a mom? Or who is she? Wife? I don't know. I think so, yeah. I mean, it makes sense age-wise. He left his wife? Yeah, yeah. Scary. It's kind of like the end of Red Dragon. Right there, we're in Florida. (laughs) Doesn't it... So they're just... So they're just preparing for bad shit to come their way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it was again a similar to Red Dragon. Batchet comes in that movie, but yeah, so weird, so weird, so interesting. All right, God's pocket. What a song to end on, too. What? Yeah, it's just yeah. The biggest thing with this movie is tone. It's got a very weird tone to it. <laughs> well, that is God's pocket. Um. That was a fun, interesting ride. Philip Seymour Hoffman's last filmed film, if you will. But what do we have? We still have Scent of a Woman on the ballot, like I said. Yeah. We're going to go to that old wheel of Hoffman to see what else we're voting for. Are you ready, Kyle? You want to share screens on this wheel one? Wheel of Hoffman, yeah, sure. All right, I'm going to spin the wheel. You ready? Ready. Wheel of Hoffman. <laughs> Oh, interesting! Interesting. All right, we had an accent this time. Are we gonna get another one uh, next time? And owning Mahoney, I was forgetting. Owning Mahoney, our, was... our Canadian caper, if you will. Yeah, I'm our, excited. Yeah, our brother of the north. Uh, I was forgetting that when I was saying about Gunter Bachman and all that stuff. So. Owning Mahoney. I feel Classic like... Hoffman mustache as well. He has a gambling problem in that movie, so are we going to have two gambling movies in a row? I think so. I think so. <laughs> it's possible because this is, again, another film that Hoffman stars in, and that generally beats the ones that he's the supporting role, or even a small supporting role, if you want to say, Scent of a Woman. So we're going to have Scent of a Woman versus Owning Mahoney. You can vote on our Facebook and on our Instagram. Um, 
I th- I think owning Mahoney's going to win, but I wouldn't mind either movie. I'm in the mood to see both these movies. I haven't seen either of them in a while. Uh, any other uh, handicapping on your end, Kyle? Um, no. I mean, I, I think owning Mahoney's going to win. I haven't watched it since we initially watched it. Um, I, I don't remember being in love with it. Just more, oh, kind of. I mean, I I think it's better from my memory than God's pocket, but like God's pocket, it's a movie where a character is getting into a worse situation. And it's just like, I very don't know. Movies. It's just, it's just, it's very, I don't, the last thing I need in my life, even though it's fictional is like anxiety. <laughs> so, so uh, you're kind of rooting for scent of a woman. Do I like scent of a woman more than owning Mahoney? Yes. Which movie are, do we get more Hoffman? Way more in Owning Mahoney. So in the end, I guess Owning Mahoney. But I would like to eventually cover Scent of Woman again on this. But it's not going to oh, be. Oh, well, we have it's, to because it's, it's going to stay on the ballot till it's voted in. Yeah, let me look at the wheel right now. I mean, I, I, uh, I would say Scent of a Woman. I mean, the only other films I could go up against that isn't like that it's around like the same quantity of him in it would only be like possibly cold mountain and possibly catching fire, but everything else. FYI, we haven't exposed to everyone what's on the wheel, but it's basically the movies where he's in a significant amount or they're significant in his career. Yes. Like, uh, what's the Ricky Gervais one is not on here. Oh yeah. Uh, invention of lying. Yeah. Yeah, nor is Strangers with Candy. Nothing like that. We we picked the good the, the good ones are like the important ones. Yep. So um, it'll remain on the wheel. Scent of a woman, or I'm sorry, it'll remain. You know the uh, on the ballot on the ballot. Yeah, or, yeah. You know. So so guys, either rescue Scent of a Woman or elevate owning Mahoney. We'll have to and start you. hashtagging Al Pacino. So maybe some uh, Pacino heads will. Yeah, maybe. Maybe some Pacino heads, Pacino heads, I guess, as they're called, will vote for it. Pacino's pals. Pacino's paisans. <laughs> Can't wait to chat with you again on Hoffman in another two weeks, Kyle. Uh, anything else you want to say? Foodie Films, High School Slumber Party. Yeah, check those out. Uh, re-listen to our original episodes, as we should be, but never do before these. Um, check out all the other fantastic shows on the cage club podcast network and remember guys stay on cool Since you came along